Most people have a drawer in their house that's full of miscellaneous items, old chargers, maybe a mobile device you no longer use. Well, according to a new MCE Systems survey, Canadians have roughly 60 million idle phones laying around their houses. That's worth about $6 billion in untapped money. The president of MCE Systems is Robert Hackle. Mr. Hackle joining us on the line this morning from Miami. Mr. Hackle, Robert, good morning, sir. Welcome. Good morning. It's a pleasure being with you. Well, it's good to have you with us. Uh, as uh, uh, by way of uh, preparing for our conversation, Robert, I should tell you that I have. We have one of those drawers in our house, and so Carol and I went through the drawer last night by way of. Pre- we found three old cell phones that have been sitting in that drawer, Robert. I'm thinking for probably several years, uh, and, they, and we just have never bothered to do anything with them. Is that typically the case? We just finish with a cell phone, we buy a new one or whatever, and we just park the old one and forget about it. Yeah, it's, uh, you're a little bit below average. On average, there's like four phones in drawers, uh, both in Canada and the U.S. And there's even some countries where it's more like Germany. Uh, but that's a typical phenomenon because uh, people just don't know, like even a quarter of people don't know that they can trade in. Some people don't, are not really aware of uh, uh, the possibilities that they can even do it from their home. They, thought that they, they think they have to go to a store, like 60%, more than 60% of of Canadian things. So, and last but not least, a lot of people don't think they get a fair price for their phone. And all of those problems can actually be solved with technology. So some people don't even know you can trade your phone in. And for those who do know, they think if they give it a try, they're probably going to get ripped off. So why bother? Exactly. And, and, and that's a problem. So it's, it's on the one hand, it's a communication uh, topic. So really encouraging people that, that they should trade in. On the other side, it's uh, also uh, uh, how easy it is, right? So there's maybe a couple of other data points which might be interesting. Um, a lot of people have also privacy concerns, like 31% of Canadians stated their privacy concerns. And a staggering 42% of never traders, and that's 57% of Canadians, um, say they have no cloud backup. So uh, people have certainly have some concerns here. So what was the point of the survey? You conducted this earlier this year in April, Robert. What was the point behind it? Because you came across a rather staggering number, roughly $6 billion of untapped money sitting in Canadian drawers. Uh, why did you do the survey? You know, uh, I'm very sim- uh, it's very simple. I'm coming from an operator and I joined this technology company. So two things I wanted to do in the beginning is, first of all, how much value does our technology create? And we create staggering values for uh, for, for telcos, like uh, three to five percentage uh, profit growth. But then I said, hey, we are doing this trading to the zero and other cool techno- technological things. Do consumers actually care about it? And so that's why we uh, did this survey. And when we have discussions with operators, some of them know some of the facts, but some of the facts are even new to them. And they say, oh, my God, uh, we really have an opportunity here to do better for customers, to do better for profits, but not to forget to do better for our environment. Right. So now you talk about $6 billion, that being an approximate uh, number representing roughly 60 million idle phones uh, lying in weird drawers in households. Uh, how does that money get, uh, how do you access that money? What is your old phone worth to you, Robert? 
uh, how you access this money is that, uh, very easy, right? Uh, for many operators, you can just go to a store and trade in the phone. There's also online platforms. Uh, some of those, however, they are not yet doing 100% uh, the job right because there's three things going on for consumers. First of all, there's so much friction trading in the phone. Um, you probably saw that 96% of the trading process takes more than five minutes mm-hmm. and a third takes more than 30 minutes. So it's, it's, it's a hassle, right? And then there is uncertainty about the price and when consumers actually get a credit. For example, um, yeah, more than uh, uh, about 30% of the prices were changed, right? Because uh, you know who, who actually evaluates your phone? It's a person in the warehouse who has the technology to do so. Okay. And so what you do is you just answer a couple of questions. Is it in good condition, breaks? And, you know, when you love your phone, you always think it's in a better condition than it really is. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and then given that the process is so complex, a lot of the credits are delayed. And that creates this uncertainty and trust issue of consumers. So if you put uh, technology into the consumer's hands, meaning make it very concrete, what the warehouse people have in their hands, give it to the hands of the consumer or the retail associate. Then you can guarantee a price and cut off all those downstream problems. All the friction is gone. You give a guaranteed price, you have it on your next bill, and you don't even have to call. See, a lot of people are under the impression, Robert, that the only way you can trade in a used or old cell phone is if you're on some kind of extended plan with a provider. That's not necessarily the case at all, is it? Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. Usually there is free redemption option with operators, right? So some operators provide you cash, so you trade in a phone uh, and, and you cash it in. Why is that still a good thing? Because uh, let, let's also be honest, trading in, for example, an iPhone which is two years old or a Samsung which is two years old uh-huh. gives somebody an opportunity to get a very good phone at half of the price. So it also overcomes digital divide. So this is one reason why operators even accept like an old form without a contract. Then uh, there's also uh, some operators said you can get a bill credit. They give you uh, sometimes more like Vodafone UK gives you a little bit more money if you use the money with them and not uh, take the money somewhere else. Right. Sure. And some operators uh, also say, hey, I give you even more money if you get a new phone. So you combine it with an upgrade a new phone, and then I give you a bill credit over 24 months. Interesting. But Robert, it seems that the majority of people with cell phones or probably old ones hanging around the house somewhere uh, figure they're going to probably not do much because according to uh, the survey results I'm looking at here, a lot of people seem to figure it's just more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, you know, uh, on average is $100. Uh, let's take an average of the traded in phones in the U.S. is $150. So that uh, the uh, phone in the dra- phones in the drawers, we acknowledge that they're a little bit older. But there's other reasons why you still want to do it, right? So there is, if you don't maybe have the money reason, $100 is still good money. Right? Sure, yeah. There's other reasons from an ecological point of view. You prevent releases of talking toxins into environment because you shouldn't just toss your phone, right? You also prevent the destruction of habitats, right? You prevent pollution uh, from, from manufacturing. For example, did you know if you manufacture one million smartphones, that it creates somewhere, there's different estimates, between 25 tons to 48 tons of CO2. Interesting. Just to make it a little bit more concrete, that's like between five and 10,000 cars driving around yeah. for a year. And by recycling a phone, you can reduce that demand. So even if your phone is old, there is still a lot of things in there 
which are very valuable or very harmful. So maybe for parts. Uh, fresh out of time here, Robert, but uh, takeaway might be to just take those old phones and uh, slide them by uh, the phone store next time you're in a mall and see what you can get for them. Absolutely. And we encourage everybody to use our technology in, in doing so. Interesting stuff. Robert Hackle, thanks so much for doing this. We appreciate the opportunity, sir. It was my pleasure. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.